you know, ever the hustler, I <laughs> wanted some extra cash for the summer. Me being kind of a chancer and thinking I might get away with this said, I can write you a guide on, on how to do well in it. And everyone learns in different ways and everyone studies in different ways and everyone's brain has different capacities for different things. Aim with those kind of podcast things is to give them a perspective on, on what life actually is sort of like. Very communal thing at the same time. It's something that everyone your age is going through. It's something that you can bond about in college. Pleasure to be joined by Emer Deneen. Um, I have you down here as an ex housemate, which is technically a lie, but I like to believe it's true because <laughs> we practically, yeah. practically I, were practically were. I saw together. you more than I saw some of our other housemates. Yeah, yeah which, is, which was sure. lovely. Um, um, welcome, Ema. Pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honoured. Um, I'm surprised I, when you asked me because I'm like, I don't know that much about sports, but <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it seemed like a very sports heavy podcast. Well, that's perfect that you mentioned that because only this week it, I changed the name because I realised. Uh, I'm not talking about sport anymore um, and I got sick of kind of maybe people thinking that it was about sport because of the name because that's how it initiated um, the idea came about was about sport but it is now called the Honest Exchange because well I suppose that's what we're having um, with the help of God so yeah more on that later but I remember the exact moment that I don't know if you revealed to us or someone else said oh sure Emer helps set up study clicks and it was in what it was a 105 or 106 and you were just going out the door and you're kind of looking at us like oh stop like no i didn't but i was baffled because we were first year in college and i don't know for me to think that someone else my age had something like that set up in first year in college was baffling because i feel like i was so immature but then when i look back you were very very mature in college tell me how by first year in college you had or you were involved in the setup of probably one of the most successful what would you call it, a resource site in Ireland for the Leaving Cert? Yes, okay, so I must say from the get-go, I didn't set it up, <laughs> and I'm not sure. I think it was more fair to say that I helped build it from its foundations. So the foundations were already there. Um, I think it, 2012 was the official year of, of its birth, let's say, and the two founders, Keith and Luke, put it together and put the bones of it there, and then I came along and kind of helped to meet it out, let's say. <laughs> Um, I helped to add a lot more advice. Um, that was my main um, introduction to study clicks was that they, after the leaving cert, because I used it for my leaving cert, um, and after the leaving cert, they send you out an email saying, if you have any good notes, get in touch with us and we'll pay you for them. And, you know, ever the hustler, I... <laughs> wanted some extra cash for the summer for going out so I uh yeah I emailed them and I said look I actually don't have notes because all of my notes were in Irish and they were looking for English ones but I said what you don't have on your website is is like a, a comprehensive guide on how to get through an exam and how to do well in an exam and me being kind of a chancer and thinking I might get away with this said I can write you a guide on on how to do well in, in home ec because I like home ec and I like French and those kind of things so I was like I'll write a guide and kind of give tips and tricks on how to study and how to get top marks and Luke who I was chatting to one of the co-founders was like yeah that sounds great yeah we'll commission you to write this and then yes yeah, so I wrote a couple of those and then he just liked the way I wrote commissioned me to do a few more liked the way I worked and then offered me the role of customer support manager 
kind of just managing the the incoming messages and emails and that was kind of my first official role which kept me a bit more full-time on and then I was doing bits and pieces um, over the years so yeah I'd say when you knew me in first year that time I was mostly just doing helping build some more content and doing customer support um, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't setting up the whole website to be fair so that started in 2012 so what year was it called 2014 2015 and then we did leave in 2015 so that would have been 2015 2016 when I was uh in 105. okay very good I actually can't remember look they were all the same some nights um <laughs> so obviously you did fairly well in your leave insert um and had comprehensive notes uh, give us a little insight into how you did in your leave insert just to give you Give us a bit of clarity. Oh, you want the you want the details or I want all the details. <laughs> am, I, am I revealing my 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 secrets? Um, I got five eight five, um, which was pretty good for my school. <laughs> Not that our school was uh, very underachieving or underperforming or anything like that, but we had a we had a small class, and then typically people would get maybe in the early five hundreds at most. So it was seen as good for the school, um, and I was proud of it and did you say all your notes were in irish so did you you did the leaving cert in irish yeah and how yeah, many so points do you get for that yeah, in cork yeah so it's a misconception i think people think that you get an extra 10 percent, but it's actually 10 percent of what you don't get so if i got 80 let's say in in my maths exam <laughs> I get I get 10% of what I didn't get, which is 20. So 10% of 20 is two. So I'd get 82 instead of 80. Right. So you're at a, you're kind of at a, a bigger advantage going in Irish. You're definitely at an advantage. But if you get a lower yeah. result, you're getting extra, you're getting 10%, 50%. Yeah. yeah. Um, which might it, make it, it can be the difference between, yeah, it can be the difference between a, a grade, which is definitely useful. But it's um, it is an extra challenge, especially if you're not fluent in Irish um, and luckily so, I was but it's still like it's a different again with study clicks like a lot of study clicks is in English and we have some resources but um, all of the videos and the notes and everything like that they're all in English so when you're studying in Irish you have a lot of, much fewer resources to, to work with so it does make studying harder yeah so I think it's fair that we get in that. your lead up to the leaving start because I remember using it uh, myself and when I was actually talking to someone they were like oh who are you having on the podcast it's like oh when the girls are involved in setting up we'll leave it at setting up uh setting up uh, study clicks um and they're like what study clicks i was like what you didn't use study clicks i couldn't get my head around anyone that didn't use study clicks because i don't know if you were looking at a topic um on i don't know biology and you had that chapter it was just unbelievably handy um as far as i remember is that what was that the main resources that were on it at the time uh exam papers that's all i remember using myself it was so it was really nothing compared to what it is now when we were using it like I think it's interesting that you were using it because I find it when I'm chatting to people our age nowadays and I tell them I work for study clicks I get the same reaction that you got from that person it's kind of like oh what's study clicks I don't think that many people were using it in our time I think um compared to now we've got like over 200,000 students using it it's low it's definitely a household name now like every student in Ireland knows study clicks but at the time that we were doing it I don't think it was I think it was more the kind of the swats <laughs> which must have been you and me. Um, but what, yeah, back in the day when we were using it, it was literally just past papers and a few videos and notes was the main. And there was a discussion forum and there were a couple of blogs and it's it's just much, much more now. But even at the time, it was so helpful. I remember being blown away by it 
But like to see how far it's come since then, thinking back on what it was back in 2015, I was like, God, there was nothing on it. Um, but it still was great. The past papers are just still such a such an amazing resource for students. And you say that there's a lot more on it. I've seen a couple of the features, let's say that you and your sister um, have done between podcasts. And uh, I remember you telling me in college how you recorded an oral, I don't know if it was a German oral in your bathroom because it had perfect sound. But uh, what sort of what sort of features are on it now that aren't yeah. or weren't when I was using yeah. it? Yeah, so there are there's a lot of kind of subject specific stuff in there now. So we have math solution videos, for example. So for most of the past exam questions that have ever come up on the state papers and some of the mock papers, um, for maths we have an, a maths expert on camera with their tablet kind of doing out the question for you and showing you exactly how you get the end result, which is hugely, hugely beneficial for people who are just looking at the math question and don't really know how to, you know, at the moment you you would do a math paper and then you can obviously look at the marking scheme. The marking scheme a lot of the time does not tell you how to get to that answer. So the maths solution videos have someone showing you how to do that. And we have those solution videos as well. We've got a couple in accounting, we have a few in physics and chemistry, just showing you how to do those calculations and formulas and all that stuff. So I think those are a great asset. Um, we've got quizzes. I don't know, like, because you use study clicks as a teacher now, have you? Like, how have you found that transition? Not in, um, or did you? Not in, not in Australia, but in Ireland, yeah, I would have definitely use study clicks a lot. Um, let's say a couple of well, example we, uh, CBAs and stuff like that would have been very, very useful. Past papers, a couple of yeah, yeah, we recommending the kind of videos. Um, I didn't teach leaving cert last year, so. Um, the kind of junior cert stuff is more broad, whereas when you go into the leave and cert stuff, it's very, very technical in terms of your orals and um, very specific exam technique, whereas in the junior cert, it's, it's very general. So I wouldn't use it as much um, mm. last year, but uh, previous year I would have used it an awful lot. Yeah. Well, interestingly, we do have StudyClicks Australia. No way. Um, there you go. StudyClicks.com.au. There you go. But we only currently cater to Queensland and Victoria. So we're not over So are you do, so do you have like the, the ATAR? Yeah, I'm in the uh, Western Australia. Are you, do you have like the ATAR? You go towards the ATAR or have resources ATAR. for the ATAR? ATAR, yeah. Wow. ATAR, VCE, um, QCE, I think is the Queensland one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as fleshed out as StudyClicks Ireland is, but it's, it's getting there. We've got a team out there. That's massive. Like you're going from a different country, and I, I, you said you've been involved. Like let's say from the start, what has it been like seeing how it's developed and where you think it might go in the in the future? I know you just said that it's in Australia. Do you think you can go into other countries or? Yeah, yeah, we are. We are hoping to keep continue branching out. Um, it's the thing with Australia was that it the the ATAR and the BC and all those type of exams are relatively similar to the leaving cert. So we try to look at the places where the exam structure is, is quite like the leaving cert in that it's past papers and you, you know, you, it's helpful to see the past papers broken up into topic the way that we do it on study clicks. So yeah, we're, we're hoping to, to see if that can be replicated in other countries. Uh, that is the goal to keep expanding globally. I suppose two things on that. First one is what did you do in college again, Emma? So irrelevant to what I'm doing now. Um, applied languages, so German and French. That's I, I'm glad you said it's so relevant because so often I talk to people on this and whatever they're doing now is totally different to what they're doing in college. So did you have an idea in your head of where you wanted to go or like let's say you picked applied languages for a particular reason? 
yeah, I was uh, totally lost when I was in sixth year and didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I knew that I liked languages and I knew a girl that had done, a, or she was in second year of applied languages. She was my sister's best friend who was two years older than me. And she did applied languages in UL and she really liked it. And I just kind of latched onto that. I was like, that sounds grand. I'll do that. And I knew I wanted to go to UL because again, my sister was in UL and she loved it. And I kind of just wanted to copy her, I think. Um, and then I, I think for a while I was going to do arts again I was just sort of like arts I think is the classic thing to do if, if you're a law student and don't know what to do it yourself so I was on the arts path for a while and then just felt that the applied language is actually having a, a bit more of a, a structure to the course might be a better idea so that's that's why I did that but I still like languages I could still speak them and and you know I lived in Germany for a while I lived in France for a while so it was useful then but it's not useful at the moment because I'm, I'm living uh, in Scotland but yeah, someday I might use it again. Unreal. And so, like, what's it like? I don't know. Not doing a career that you thought you would um, do is it? Uh, I suppose it's kind of motivating when you've been involved for so long. You have some sort of like, sentimental value towards the company. Um, I don't want to ask yeah, you like, sure where do you think you'll be in five years? In case you say you don't want to be in study <laughs> clicks, but and what? it's great as well. Like the team, we're like a little family. You know, it's it's it would. It would be very hard to to say goodbye um, fully to that team ever because and, and as I say you know I've been there for for quite a while and feel like I've helped shape a lot of it so I do a little part of me is always in that site you know so even if even if in five years I'm not there anymore I'll still always be checking back in regularly and seeing how everyone's doing. How big is uh, Study Clicks now in terms of employees? Uh, how would you have any idea as to what, how many they employ? Yeah, um, I don't know the exact number, but I'd say kind of, let's say payroll employees, we've got around 11 or 12, I think. And then we work with lots more people outside of that. So there's a lot of freelance contracts being sent around because we work with a lot of teachers and we work with a lot of students to create content, but it's maybe like a three month project and then they won't work with us again for another one. So we don't put them on full-time contracts um but we do work with loads and loads of people in that way so if it were like everyone who has ever contributed to study clicks it'd almost be in the hundreds they say but in terms of people who are working full-time on the site let's say graphic designers content managers developers it's more around 11 or 12. and what is your official title currently uh my well it's different different i think on linkedin i have coo but that's just to sound fancy um, <laughs> what i call myself at the moment is is product manager um because i work a lot at the moment with the development team so the guys who are coding and programming the website basically we need to have a backlog and a roadmap of what we're going to build next what feature what upgrades what bugs we're going to fix all that stuff has to be put into a timeline and has to be documented and kept track of and make sure that like the right tasks are going out to the right people so that's the main thing that I do at the moment which is very different from what I started with uh, but yeah I've had very different you're, you're, over you're the years. essentially telling people what to do I am I'm not assertive enough <laughs> to do I ask them kindly and then <laughs> passive aggressively give out to them if they don't that's probably more accurate no, I think you I think you'd be great at that because I'm like well, if Emers asked me to do it, it's probably going to be the right thing, and it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be thought out. So I think that'd be a perfect for all of you. Um, obviously, yeah. you did extremely well in the Leave Insert, um, and you're deciding what features go on Study Clicks, and maybe you're making content and stuff like that. 
for your own um, for your own leaving certain I suppose it's kind of coming around that time so it's actually good for people to hear what were the techniques that you use specifically um, and then we can talk later maybe about other piece of advice you give uh, to students yeah we have to cast my mind back here um what is it it's not that long ago come on i yeah you study clicks a lot <laughs> oh yeah i get to plug in there study clicks. sign up sign up <laughs> um i did well i did use study clicks and i well i, I suppose the even when i wasn't using study clicks i was using because study clicks was at the time as we said was basically past papers broken up into topics and when i wasn't using study clicks i was still just using past papers i think past papers because of the way the exams are in Ireland, it's just the best way to study, unfortunately. Um, everything is repetitive. It's rote learning. The same stuff comes up over and over again. So the best way that you can study is to just make sure that you know those exam papers inside out. That's what I did. Um, yeah, towards the end, I was just always looking through the exam papers, trying to answer as many as I could, see what I got wrong, and then focus on what I got wrong. Made sure I put that down on a note or on a flashcard and then revise that the next time I was studying. Um, I think I wrote a lot of my own notes, like our my school would have handed out a lot of sheets and things in class. And then I think I would try to translate that into my own set of notes that I would understand better and condense them. And yeah, I think kind of writing things in your own words is so much better than just reading someone else's words. So I don't I wouldn't necessarily be promoting reading another person's set of notes. I think you should always try and make things make sense in your own head and then follow that it's funny you say that because like you probably said two or three techniques that we've been taught to um promote to students in terms and that's kind of very very similar to what i did um i think someone told me a stat before that you remember 30 percent of what you read and 60 percent of what you write so i remember myself i just get mm -hmm. a blank piece of paper and if i'm writing the definition just write keep writing it keep writing it and that piece of paper could go in the bin at the end of the day but because i've written it and looked at it um it's yeah. you've, you've engaged with it more than reading it um i think you know when you condense your own notes i don't I forget if it's called scaffolding or another technique but that's what i tell my students to do all the time is literally if you have three set pages of notes and you want to condense it down into one page well, you have to look through and engage with all them notes and then pick out what you think is the most important and put it into one page. So you're engaging with it in like an active way rather than reading. I remember how bad I did for my junior cert because I didn't know any study techniques. I was just reading, reading, reading. And I'm wondering why it didn't go in. Um, yeah. What sort of time did you put in? Can you remember? I think I was a bit jammy and didn't put in a lot of time. I was one of those annoying. You don't people be jammy and get five eighty like. <laughs> well, look, I just like I, I will preface all of like the the study advice and everything I give with everyone is so different and everyone learns in different ways and everyone studies in different ways and everyone's brain has different capacity for different things, and I think mine had a capacity for kind of just learning stuff and getting it, and so I didn't have to put in as much time as another person might have to put into to studying, and that was extremely lucky for me. Um, I obviously did study, um, but I remember, I remember, I think it was after the Christmas exams in sixth year. I don't think I was properly studying up until then. And then I didn't do great in those exams. And I was like, right, okay, this is my wake up call. So I think I, I properly started studying after Christmas in sixth year. And then maybe I did, you know, the homework would take two or three hours every evening anyway. And then maybe an hour or two on top of that. But like, I, I found homework is quite good for studying as well, because at least my teachers would give us stuff that was logical 
to do and it was a form of studying as well so I didn't feel too bad about you know not just giving your homework to keep you busy like it was to help you learn yeah um yeah so anyone that's listening that um is studying please don't start Christmas sixth year please start earlier than that (laughs) (laughs) start earlier and then well like yeah it's funny if I were to do the leaving cert again I would obviously do I do it totally differently even though I did well I would the stuff that I know now and the the things I know about studying the things I know about the brain and how it works I I would definitely do it completely differently and instead of putting that pressure on myself after Christmas yeah as you say I would I would sort of incrementally try to do bit small bits and pieces from from yeah fifth year on really just an extra hour or so every every few days yeah to start off with one study technique that i always say to students is when you and i was taught this in, in actually junior start myself is to break down the hour into 45 minutes 10 minutes and five minutes and that 45 minutes could be anything scaffolding notes or making flashcards 10 minute break preferably not on the phone so that you don't get distracted and then that last five minutes would be testing yourself again so let's say doing an exam paper or trying trying that question you couldn't get and i found that's the technique i used and i found that it made time go very quick you know if you're sitting there just reading something and you're looking at the clock every five minutes it feels like forever i could do like two or three cycles of that and it feel like you've only worked for maybe an hour um yeah and the key there as well I think is to to have that planned out like have exactly what you're going to do and what you like the, the three things that you said there have that written down on a piece of paper with like a little checkbox beside it because when you can see that you're sort of committed to it then and you have to do it and you get great satisfaction from taking stuff off um whereas if you just have it in the back of your head like right I'm going to do 10 minutes of this and 10 minutes of that you're less likely to do it so I think making a plan is always a huge 100 percent. and even if you make yeah if you make a plan and you see yourself progressing at least you're 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 seeing some sort of progression and some sort of end goal i suppose i think i heard i don't know if it's yourself or your sister um on study clicks i don't know if it was a podcast or what you did and it was saying that this the leaving cert is fantastic because there is an end goal and not many um things in life after the leaving cert have end goals so however bad it is you know at this date it's going to be over which i thought was actually a fantastic analogy because i was like holy shit that's so true like people don't people think that the leaving cert is the be all and end all and as important as it is it's definitely not and you know when it's going to end yeah and it's it's hard for that age group i think because they've just not known anything else and then like the examples that we gave as after making that point i think was something like you know once you get out of out of the leaving cert you've then got college and you've got things that like might go on for a couple of years and annoy you or then you like you go into the working world and like you might be in a bad situation that you can't see your way out of but when you're 17 18 you you, you don't know that world and so you you can't think of that perspective on things um so I guess yeah our, our aim with those kind of podcast things is to give them a perspective on, on what life after the leaving cert is like so that they can try and, and see those things but yeah it, it's tough because like it, it's people make it out to be the be all and end all when you are that age you know you go to family functions and all of your relatives are asking you about the leaving cert you're in school everyone's talking about the leaving cert you go online everyone's talking about the leaving cert so it's totally fair that they do think that it's this huge huge thing in their life um but yeah they everyone everyone ends up a couple of years on being like god why did i why was i so worried about that you know i barely even think about it anymore definitely and as i've seen with so many people it again i'm not encouraging saying oh just don't work at it obviously i think it gives a great it sets a great foundation for 
mm. routine and setting goals and uh, obviously I say to students yeah. all the time like when you even do good in a test no one can take that away from you it's something that you've worked for that is specific and personal to you that no matter what happens after you can't take it away unlike material stuff which comes and goes so it's a good set's a great foundation but at the same time when you talk to people I don't know you'd love to take I would love to take a sample size of let's say 100 or 200 people in Ireland at all different ages and see what job they're in now um, and would the you know did their college course bring you know give them a direct path into that I don't want to make a guess at the figures but I think it'll be a lot lower than people that are doing the leaving cert now would expect but at the same time as you said it's very hard to give them that perspective when they have this I don't know whole leaving sort of cloud over their head where they, they can't shake so i don't know if it's one piece of advice it's not the be all and end all but you'll only realize that like a lot of things after it occurs when you come out of the situation when even after college even after the leaving cert results you're comparing and everyone's going to different colleges and it's always comparison but after that it doesn't really matter to a certain extent yeah yeah, I would just try to try to enjoy it as much as possible because it's 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 this very communal thing at the same time. It's something that everyone your age is going through. It's something that you can bond about in college. It's something you can chat about. Oh, remember that year and, and our, on our exam, this came up and we were all like, oh, my God, because we thought class was going to come up and she didn't or, you know, those kind of stuff. You still hear people 10 years on saying things like that. And it's it is a like it's a it's I don't want to go as far as to say it's a fun experience, but it is there's some sort of like novelty to it there's I remember still kind of feeling the excitement of of being in school and not being in your uniform because we no one else was there so it didn't matter and we were kind of just walking around the schoolyards between exams and going off and getting ice creams and just kind of stuff that you couldn't do and like that being kind of exciting like even though it's not a great time because it's Pressure, stressful and you have to do exams it's like there's still this like experience of being there with your friends and your classmates and kind of knowing that it's the last time you're all going to be together and it, it, yeah try to enjoy it as much as i actually possible. really enjoyed it and i know that's easy for us to say who did relatively okay on the leaving search you know and it might be a lot tougher for other people that are under pressure that mightn't be i don't know academic academically driven therefore it might be a real stressful time but i totally understand where you're coming from i love the leaving cert okay i'm sure i didn't love the leaving cert but um i know everything you're crack, saying there yeah. the last year you with all your friends you're a bit more mature I actually liked having something to strive towards so that, okay, well, I'm doing my uh, study here at night. A couple of years ago, why the hell would I want to do this study? I want to go play football. Whereas when I did the study, I was like, okay, I have this goal in my head. I have this number in my head. I have this course in my head. Therefore, it makes this study somewhat worth it. Like, I'd, uh, how much do I care about rocks? But I care about rocks enough to want to learn it to do well in an exam. And then when that feeling of when you're going into an exam, Obviously, there's going to be pressure, but when you're confident going into an exam, there's nothing like it because you're thinking, I, I just want to see what comes up and see how I deal with it. And then you come out and you think you did well and you're, you're happy and you're proud of yourself and you have that sense of achievement. So for anyone who is probably right now, we're in May, yeah, very close to it. Yeah. Just, I don't know, enjoy it. And oh, oh, there will be no feeling. I haven't experienced a feeling like it in my life as to when I came home from my English, I don't know which one it is, paper one or two, where you do all the writing, you probably know, 
You probably know better than me. But paper two specifically, I think. Paper two. And all my notes are on the desk and I got my two hands and I just flung them off the table. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I didn't expect it to feel that good. I did it with every other subject and it just didn't feel as good. Um, so sorry to any yeah. English heads out there. But yeah, it's when it's over, it's anticlimactic as well, I think, in a way, because mm. it's just like every other exam. And you come out of it and you think... Oh, that that's it like that's just like finishing my finishing my fifth year exams or my third year exams yeah. or whatever yeah you think it's going to be something so different because because it's this one thing that like everyone talks about but then you do and you're like oh no sure i already did this i did this for the mocks i did it for my christmas exams i like this is the exact same thing um yeah and you just realize what was i so worried about this is i've done this you're so you're so sick of it you've seen as you said with the exam papers you've seen these questions so many times it's just like i could tell you like I told them on the junior cert last year, I'm like, if the first question is not to do with the cell, like I'll pay everyone here a tenner, you know, I, I don't even know if it was or not, but it was that confident, you know, it's going to be the same stuff. Don't be surprised. I think it's going to be just something totally different out of the blue that trying to catch out. No, do your exam papers, put in the, the work and you're probably going to do okay. You're obviously aware like that you are putting out content content for young people to help them achieve success in Leaving Cert. Does that give you a, a great sense of, of pride? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and it's always really nice doing study clicks events. Let's say we we always have a stand at the higher options in September, or we go to the young scientist in January and we usually have a stand there. And you get people coming up to you like I don't get it as much anymore because I'm not I used to be kind of the only face of the customer supporter you know if people were chatting to me um they would you know, see my face a lot more than they do now but I used to get people coming up and be like are you ever from study clicks I love you because like, oh, like people had obviously Famous you know life. chatted to me online or like read a blog I know I was like felt very um bizarre to be recognized from from study clicks of all things but yeah it's just this like oh my god I've actually like touched this person's life and and impacted them positively or i like me and nessa my sister who we do the study clicks podcast together um we'll often say how bizarre it is that we can see our listener numbers and you know per podcast it, it goes up over time obviously but let's say you know we might have somewhere like a thousand two thousand three thousand listens per podcast and that number doesn't really make any sense until you probably think about it you're like that's like 3,000 people who are listening to our voices and listening to our advice and, and, and taking something from it. And that's madness. Because if you put those 3,000 people in a room, we'd be so overwhelmed. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy, but it's great. It's, it's really nice to have a positive impact. You'd be selling out Vicker Street, like, you know, with, uh, yeah. with them numbers, which is un unbelievable. Um, is that podcast, how often is that podcast and what are the topics usually? Um, we're a bit irregular with how often we put them out because we're running out of, out of topics. I think we've got over 50 episodes. I don't know how we've managed to come up with enough <laughs> to talk about, but somehow we did. Um, yeah, we used to kind of do one once a week and then we'd petered out into maybe two or well, every two weeks, every three weeks. Um, and now the podcast has branched out into other realms as well. Like we've got a great guy working with us, Luke too. He, he's um, a TikTok star, but he also works with Clicks, and he's just great with people and he's great with social media and he's great with content in general so he has started doing some podcasts with us and he'll get on like a guest you know our most recent podcast we had this uh girl danielle mcfadden she's a I know, yeah. sorry she's i only just saw that yeah. On, yeah big following on, on tiktok and instagram so she recently did the leaving search they had her on and they were chatting with her about her experience and that got really great 
feedback. So he's, yeah, the podcast is sort of moving more in that into that guest space. But when me and Nessa were doing it, we we just tried to be as candid as possible, really, and, and show people that it's not a big deal and, and we got through it and here's how we got through it. And here's us talking from beyond the leaving cert and telling you that it's okay. And and the the study clicks brand since day one has always been we're your older brother or sister helping you through the exams. We don't want to be a stuffy teacher. Well, no, no offense to teachers, <laughs> but like we don't want to be, we don't want to be um, this sort of rigid, cold, older voice that is just sort of robotic or clinical, not really telling you a very relatable story about the leading cert. We want it to be we're your older sibling or your older friend telling you how to get through it calmly, telling you how to get through it successfully. And that's what we just try to do. Yeah, most episodes be be down to earth and casual, but still give solid advice. That's uh, I think that's a great way to have it. Um, and it's I suppose it's good that there's a let's say a teacher section and a student section to kind of divide it up a small bit more. But in terms of getting on the guests on, like that's that's just a brilliant idea. I remember seeing it only last week or whenever it was, and I was like, that's perfect because she's a big following. She did well and people will listen and get some sort of advice from it, as well as, let's say, the podcast that you have yourselves, they are going to be forever relevant. It's not like you have to keep updating them. You know, I remember listening to one myself when I was teaching biology about the biology exam, um, just to literally get my, you know, make sure I'm 100% on it. It was literally just when I qualified and I was like, I haven't done biology exam in ages. Like I need to get up to speed but like someone could listen to that right now and it'd yes. still be still be relevant um so yeah literally a full playlist there of information on all sorts and if you want it i hope it's still available if you want to listen to uh Emer's german oral in her bathroom it might be still online <laughs> it is still online it's uh, yeah well so for the german exam i didn't do german for the leading sir but um, it's kind of like the other or it's like the Irish oral in that you you know the way you've got the shop picture um, so they're I think they're called picture stories for the German one and you've got these pictures of people doing things and you have to describe what's happening but in German and, and we made notes for that to kind of tell people what they should say if, if that picture came up with their oral exam <laughs> and so yeah we did recordings of, of what that should sound like because I, I went on to learn German um, and it was my my boyfriend at the time, Stefan, who was German. Um, he he did it with me because obviously he could speak German. And because it was like a back and forth thing where he, like someone you'd be in a situation with someone. I think they ha- they have like five picture stories which are like the traffic story, and then five role plays where you're like talking to a police officer because someone's stolen your bag or <laughs> that kind of scenario. Um, so yeah, he's in a few of them as well. But we did it in a in a bathroom in I think it was Barcelona. <laughs> because I really needed to get it out and we were on holiday in Barcelona I was visiting my friend Helen and I was like oh I because we were we were doing long distance and he had to go back to Germany and I was going back to France for a living at the time and then I was like will you do this with me because I need to get this content out and I'm not going to see you for another month let's do it (laughs) because we were staying in this um, place in Barcelona the the bathroom is the best place to do it because there was too much noise everywhere else needs must go listen to the the echoey whatever one of the echoes is the one we did in the bathroom content content (laughs) content it's the main thing talked about the leaving cert being like rote learning do you see do you see the leaving cert changing anytime soon um i've studied clicks been preparing for that i know it's becoming uh more continuous assessment as much as possible but do you see any major change in the leaving cert over the next five to ten years 
Um, five to ten years, I don't know if it'll change massively. Definitely not in five, I don't think. Maybe towards the latter end of the ten years, we would start seeing changes. I think, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff about Norma Foley that's always circulating around the news and, and on student forums and things like that. And I think she and her committee comes up with some suggestion for how the Leaving Cert should work for a while there. They were talking about doing a bit of it in the fifth year. And it often gets just shut down straight away. Like there's a lot of opposition from students and teachers. So I think that might be a bit of a, a pattern for the next couple of years that they'll be like, well, how about we do this? And then everyone will be like, no, that's a terrible idea. We're not doing that. And and there'll be, it'll take a while before they find something that people are on board with. Um, I reckon I'm absolutely no expert on this whatsoever because I don't work in the government. I don't know what's going on in the Department of Education. But my guess would be that the leaving cert would maybe start to mirror the junior cert a little bit or the junior cycle as it is now. Um, so that obviously the, those courses have changed over the last couple of years. And as you know, it's more about classroom based assessments and doing projects and focusing less on the exams and having less to do at the end of the year. So I reckon the leaving cert will eventually do that because I do think everyone recognizes the way it is at the moment is silly and that it puts way too much pressure on students and there's way too much to learn and it's not it's not helping anyone who doesn't have that specific type of intelligence or capacity to remember a lot of information which is only a small corner of people um and it's it's just really unfair on those people who have other types of intelligence and don't get to show it so my hope is that it moves into a space where people can be rewarded academically for lots of different types of performances and and intelligences but yeah at the moment unfortunately I don't think it'll change really really soon because I think there'll be a lot of work with students and, and teachers to make sure that everyone's happy with the solution. I think education is one of the slowest things in the world to change um, because you, you mentioned oh until everyone's happy with it there will never be anyone happy with it and that's the I think that's yeah. going to be the biggest issue no one's happy or not everyone's happy with the leaving cert we said we mentioned the issues that it arises um but there was a, a kind of a proposition over here in australia as to what they might um bring in, in in western australia and it was like a learner profile again we looked at it briefly at the start of the year and we could pick out 20 things that were wrong with it but yeah, it was more of a kind of like you were presented with a LinkedIn profile at the end of your school or school year or school life. And it like t- told you what attributes you were good at, maybe get work experience. And you have uh, some results, um, depending on what exams you, you took, as well as, let's say, maybe a reference from an ex-employer. All good and well, but then you, again, you could find loads of plot holes. And how does an employer look at that? And then well, if you go on to college and there's exams, are we changing something in school and then not being prepared mm. for college? So I think it's one of the hardest things to figure out. Um, as you said, it's kind of like the, the old age phrase where it's like, you know, if you measure a fish at its ability to climb a tree, you know, you're going to think it's stupid. Unfortunately, that's the, that is the case with the Leaving yeah. Cert. Um, what, to finish off, for someone struggling or for someone doing well, any capability, what are your three main tips? We've talked about some of them, but what are your three main tips that, or piece of advice you give to someone that's coming into the Leaving Cert now in the next couple of weeks? Um, 
I would reiterate making a plan. I think that's like if you listen to me and S's podcast on, on the Stunkies podcast, we talk about it probably every single episode. Um, we're just obsessed, but for good reason. I think it's so important to know what you're doing and be organized that way and and keep you on track. So definitely, definitely go and make a plan. If I'm allowed to <laughs> plug study clicks even more, I will say that on our blog, we've got um, templates of, of the plans. If you don't know how to kind of make a best plan, we've got templates that you can print out. Um, I would say, yeah, try to gain some perspective on it, not worry too much. There is avenues, even if you don't, I think a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves because they have a specific course in mind, a specific amount of points, and then they're devastated when they don't get those points. But for the majority of people who go through those experiences, if you talk to them now, they'll tell you that they're actually way happier with the course that they ended up in, or they might've gone and done something else and then met like the best friends of their life, or they chose to go abroad and do it and then had an amazing experience over there. It might seem terrible at the time if you don't get what you want, or if an exam goes bad and you think that that's ruined your chances of getting a course, just try to see the positive in it and not assume the worst and think that your life is over. Your life is most definitely not over. Your life is just about to begin and it's very exciting and I'm excited for anyone in that position. Um, and then number three, uh, yeah, try to, I, I know we've said this already, but try to enjoy it and not just like the leaving cert experience, but like what I found now beyond the leaving cert that, and because I'm still faced with a lot of the syllabus content, like looking at subjects, looking at what's on the courses, there are subjects that I didn't do and I'm fascinated by them. Like I never did geography in school. I never did history in school. And I look at those courses now and I'm like, God, that, that's so interesting. I wish I'd learned that or I wish I'd learned this or even looking at the kind of syllabus content that I did do, let's say home ec or biology. And at the time, I remember I wasn't actually taking anything in. I wasn't absorbing it at all. I was just learning it and to be able to put it on a piece of paper. And now I'm actually taking the time to think about it and think about the concepts and how interesting they are and how important they are. And I wish at the time when I was studying it that I'd make, made more of an effort to enjoy the subjects and take the, the interesting aspects of it and, and enjoy them a bit more. So I know that's a hard thing, especially now a week before the leaving cert, you're not going to be doing that. <laughs> but if anyone's listening kind of early on for next year, whoever, whatever they're doing, they're, they're leaving cert. I think it would help a lot with your study as well if you do try to get into that mindset of, enjoying the subject instead of hating it and just because it's going to be 10 times harder if you go in with the mindset of hating it and hating the leaves and hating study and hating school um you're in control of how you approach things you're in control of your emotions um you're not in control of like what comes up in the exam you're not in control of what might happen on that morning but you're in control of how you respond to it and how you feel about it and just try to be as independent in that as you can that's i couldn't put it better myself just I suppose on that yeah there's perspective you were in control of the perspective you said you can't affect um what comes up in the paper but you can affect how you deal with it which is probably the perfect way to look at it everyone reacts differently and how you react to that influence I suppose is how you are going to overcome it and yeah I think you mentioned about people not getting the results at the time, you might think that's devastating, but it's kind of setting you up for life as well from disappointments that might happen, yeah, and have, that you have to overcome. And the whole leaving sort of experience, we talked about setting a plan, um, setting goals, overcoming negative experiences, dealing with stress, dealing with pressure. So trying to take it and learn from it, I suppose. 
take it in your stride as best possible. It's very easy for us to say, don't get stressed, don't get stressed. But if you do get stressed, mm -hmm. see how you react to it, see how you manage it, and see how you can manage it in the future. It's all part of life. It is all part of life, as Sunday. they will figure out. Um, we, I think, I think we sound so smug here, as in like, oh, they will figure it out. They will. <laughs> sound so old, as yeah, it sounds so old. <laughs> Life's the not best that bad days either. of your life for the ones in school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, if, if the camera was good enough, you could pick up a few of the grey hairs there and it would show you how old I am. But anyways, Emer, oh it's been an absolute pleasure um, from me yeah, so nice and from everyone who uses SodiClix. Thank you for everything you do um, and how you help people and so on and so forth. It's mad that a teacher uh, from a, a, a young student to a teacher can get benefits from it. So thank you for joining me and uh, thank you for all your, your work. Pleasure.